Welcome to the Creative Condition Podcast, the show where I, Ben Talon, illustrator and writer, invite people from the creative industry and far beyond to share their story of creativity, both the nature and the nurture, the chaos and the calm. Creativity is a fundamental pillar of human happiness, something I'm increasingly fascinated by and so often misunderstood. So little by little, I hope to build an archive of fascinating stories, experiences and tips to help you maximise yours. The show is supported by Illustration X. Go and take a look at their incredible global range of illustration and animation portfolios now at illustrationx.com. If you like the music for the show, go and listen to Dirty Freud over on Spotify and all good music platforms now. Today I'm joined by Hector Ayuso, founder of the wonderful Off Festival, which is approaching its 22nd year in Barcelona from the 22nd to the 25th of March. And Hector opens up in an incredibly frank conversation about a troubled childhood, facing the fear in his life as a method of recovery, being emotionally naked in front of an audience and the value of that, and why and how he started Off Festival how he lost money in the early days, but it's gone on to become one of the most loved creative and design industry festivals in the world. It's a big one. Hello and welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hope you're well. Hope you're staying creative amid these expensive times. Jeez, don't get me started. Ah, the UK at the minute. There's a lot of darkness out there. It's... It's troubling, it's troubling, but in the bleakness, there's always opportunity. And as Hector's going to talk to us about today, you've got to face those fears and you've got to find the way, even if there's a few backward steps in the process of doing so. Um, Before I get too much into that, big thank you to the founding supporter of the show, Illustration X. Check them out now. So much good illustration, so much good animation for live fashion, for advertising, for design, for packaging. You name it, they've got it, and they're up for a chat about who's the right person for your project. Um, So Off Festival, I'm speaking there for the first time coming up in March. I'm speaking March 25th, Saturday evening, half seven. Don't know if that's going to be a good slot or not. Is everyone going to be out on the beers, sunning themselves while I'm speaking to the ghosts? Hope not. If you're going... Come and give me some company. Give me a sympathy body in the crowd, will you? <laughs> now I'm looking forward to it. Um, the talk is kind of hewn from recent personal experience and trying to overcome some personal challenges. And the talk's called Just Fucking About. And it's about the role of fun in creativity and the need for laughter in these times and why the heaviness is getting to a lot of people um, and how we can better position ourselves to continue to be passionate and enjoy what we're doing and not get too bogged down by the political, the social, all the stuff that's going on, the personal demons, you know. Um, So I'm excited about that. You can still get tickets now over on the website or on the social media. They're very easy to find. And Hector's going to let us in on that world. He's going to tell us about the story of beginning the festival and why it means so much to people and how it felt to come back to it after COVID and why this industry is pretty special. He's also going to speak about Woody Allen uh, and what a formative role he had on Hector's life, particularly through his times of recovery after a a tough childhood. Talk about his love of film, why he realised he couldn't be a director and couldn't go down that road, but how it led him to Off Festival. 
It's a brilliant conversation. Hector is speaking from Mexico City. Um, and I can't wait to meet him properly and see him at the festival and just see what he's made because the way people speak about it is just so passionate and with so much love. So excited to be there. If you're going to be there, give me a shout. I'd love to catch up. Um, I'm not going to prattle on too much longer. If you want to get any feedback on the show, let me know about previous episodes, recent ones of James Brown, Peleg Top, um, Samda Cruz talking about her experience with addiction, her father's addiction to alcohol and how that has led her to a brilliant child of project, um, creative catharsis and conversation through art and meaning. Loads of good stuff. Uh, that's about it. Enjoy the conversation with Hector Ayuso. A big thank you again to Illustration X. Go and check them out, illustrationx.com. Enjoy. What are your creative roots like? Did you creative childhood, creative family, or what's the what's the story? Um. Okay, that that could be a long one, but <laughs> I'll, I'll try. I'll try to make it shorter. So, I'm from a very small town in Valencia, which is the south of Spain. Yeah, kind of the south of Spain. Um. So I had. A really tough uh, childhood. Um, there's no secrets. I mean, I talk about this many times in interviews, and there's even a, a book uh, that is published with uh, my story and everything. So I suffered um, physical and emotional abuse from my dad mm-hmm. since uh, since I remember um, until the day that finally. Uh, he disappeared from our lives, mine, my brothers and my sister and, and my mom. So it was like a, a really tough uh, childhood until 16, I was 16 or 17, more or less. I had to go to therapy. I've been in therapy for 28 years of my life. Now I'm fine, finally. <laughs> I'm 50 years old. Um, so at some point, as soon as I felt uh, let's say better because I, I could think by myself and I was 17 by then. Um, I was obsessed with cinema and I, I watched movies, Woody Allen movies almost every day of my life. And I, I was really obsessed with that. And I I used to read a lot of magazines about cinema and everything. And I realized that cinema was something that you could study but not uh, in Valencia, not where I was living. And uh, one day I I saw an ad on a magazine uh, from a cinema school in Barcelona. So I took the decision to move to Barcelona on my own. So I left my town, I left my family, I left everything, even my my therapist. Um, And I moved to Barcelona with 17 years old. And I lived in Barcelona since then. I studied cinema. I never studied uh, design or anything like that. And still today, I think my obsession is it's the cinema and narrative, and and I teach uh, uh, narrative language. Um, and basically, that's it. I mean, I left the school. Uh, obviously, cinema doesn't give you uh, resources to live. Mm. Uh, it's it's really difficult and I, I i realized quite soon that it wasn't my thing it's my thing in terms of um, analyzing the language and everything and i love teaching that but i'm not a director and i'm not um, good on that so 
I left the school and I started doing websites on my own and I, I learned how to design and code websites and I had my own company. But then I got bored super quick because I hate de dealing with clients and everything. And then one day I had the idea of doing a festival. That's, that was 22 years ago. And I did it on my own again, like, or like always. I lost a lot of money. I had debts for many, many, many years, but I kept on doing it. And here I am still doing off after 22 years. Yeah, God, that's quite the achievement. And, um, you know, given, given your your story there, was there something in the kind of the social aspect of the, the creative industries that, that resonated with you that maybe helped you to, to engage with like-minded people that was that helped your kind of your mental progression, I guess, if that's the right way to put it. I guess so. Um, I mean, I used to be like a very introspective person. Like uh, I didn't like to socialize or anything at all. Um, and it was super hard for me, like dealing with people and, and making friends, even making friends or anything. But it's quite curious because at the same time, I decided to do something that forced me somehow to be a social person mm -hmm. because of dealing every day with thousands of people and getting emails all the time. And when you have to do a, an event like off, uh, whatever you like it or not, you're going to have to meet a lot of people all the time. And you have to be there and you have to talk uh, with everyone. And I had to learn uh, English on my own uh, because I never studied English in the school. And I mean, all these things like, kind of forced me to, to become someone that I wasn't. And I felt that I wasn't like that at all. And I guess that all my life has been like this, like anything that uh, provokes some kind of fear or vertigo. Uh, I decided to go towards those things, you know, because it was the only way to to grow and to keep learning and to become someone else. And yeah, I mean, it, it really helped a lot to to doing something like uh, like a festival or like an event. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know that was that was what you were looking for, but. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's been mostly all my life. It's still today, I guess. Yeah. I mean, right, right now I'm I'm obviously more, more open. I can do things like this. I hate doing interviews. I have to be honest. I hate um, being on a stage. I hate to talk in public. But at the same time, I love teaching, mm. and I love people hearing my story, and I love to share my my story and my experiences. So even if I, I'm not comfortable in a position like this one, even if it's just uh, between you and me, I will never feel comfortable in a situation like this. But at the same time, I love doing it. Mm. Yeah, it's a real that's a real paradox, and I think it's a very common one in our industry. You know, it's, I've been writing my next nonfiction book, and there's a really big thread of neurodiversity that has emerged very accidentally. Mm -hmm. But I've talked to a lot of people with ADHD, with autism and lots of things. And there's this real connection, I think, 
And this actually feeds into the book that we're going to do for our festival. And it's that, mm. I think there's something about the arts and the challenges and the, the skill set required that has a lot of things in common with, you know, with conditions like ADHD and, and, and it, because it brings, it needs a different perspective. And it's really, I find that really quite interesting. And I think yeah. not too many of us are very comfortable about public speaking or, you know, meeting strangers and all these things, but it does bring, for as you said there, Hector, it brings amazing results. And even if it's uncomfortable, it can be very empowering at the same time. And, and when you know that, you know, certainly in your case, your story can really inspire and teach others, then it's almost worth overcoming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? uh, yeah, totally, yeah. I mean, I remember one of the uh, things that, one of the first things that my first therapist uh, told me, it was the best thing that you can do is show yourself completely emotionally naked in front of an audience. That's the best thing that you can do is the most, uh, amazing healing process that you can do and it's true I mean even even if it could be painful somehow but at the same time it's, it's healing mm. yeah yeah I think to completely face such a fear yeah emo certainly emotionally is just powerful one of the, yeah completely powerful I think that's wonderful yeah. advice um so there's been quite the evolution of the the festival you know, and it's twenty. Is it twenty-two years now? Yeah, yeah. 22. I mean, that's incredible. You know, I think because you see a lot of great events that that come and go because it's, of course, a very challenging thing to to finance and to to keep fresh. I suppose. Um, yeah. Does that passion maintain itself, or is it something that, that comes from the change each year? Hmm. I would say that um, it it could become like um, I don't know. Okay, let's 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 try to be honest here. Like I always try to do the kind of event that I would love to go as an attendee. That was my personal and my first formula. Like I have to do the kind of things that I would love to go to if I was. If, if it wasn't me, the organizer, and if I can keep, I, I can keep doing that every year, I'm sure that uh, people is gonna get excited every year, and people are gonna come to off because they they want to be there. Um, but it's true that after so many years, sometimes it it becomes like mm, like a formula, like something that it it becomes easy, that you know that you can do easily every year. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's not because I try to put the challenge of you have to do something different every year. You have to get people excited because they have to come every year. So in order to do that, uh, you have to make sure that there is always something new. But at least it's, an, it's not new, something that is going to excite you. And I think that's, that's basically the secret. I mean, I've been trying to respond to that because I, um, many of the organizers from other events around the world, we are all friends. I mean, we know each other, all of us. And like you said, some of them just vanished or disappeared and they, they decided to stop doing it. Some of them are still there and they're still doing the events. Uh, but everyone keeps coming to me 
every year, like asking how how you do it. I mean, how can you do off every year, and how how can you manage to do it in a way that everyone wants to be there, mm-hmm. and everyone is asking about off, and everyone wants to be at off. And I guess that it keeps uh, the same response keeps keeps coming to me, like. I'm still doing it and doing what I want to do and what I like to do and what I love to do. Mm-hmm. And I do it in a very transparent and honest way. And I I, I became friends with 99% of the speakers I had in 20, 22 years. I can say it like out loud, like everyone is it's my friend today. Mm-hmm. And that's great because I'm not treating them like speakers or artists I'm treating them like friends yeah. and I, I want them to feel like that like when you come to off you're coming to I don't know a gathering of friends that we're going to share three days together and have ideas and experiences that we will remember always mm. and that, that's basically what it is I mean obviously there is always a finance uh, thing in the middle but at the same time i knew since the first day and I'm still like this today i'm not trying to do off to make money that's not my job my job is somewhere else and i get my money from somewhere else off is just it's my baby mm-hmm. and it's what i love to do so yeah and i think that you know that warmth is tangible it was it was simon dixon who connected us and the way Simon spoke of you and, and of off. And then yeah. since I mentioned I'm speaking it off, you know, I have like Craig, I've got friends with Craig Black and, and you know, Craig was very excited about the fact we're both going to be there and get to catch up. And and already there's almost this art school energy going on, which yeah, is fantastic, right. you know, because this is my first time speaking at the festival. But, I, you know, that's what that's what really gets me going because our industry can be very lonely at times if we're, if we're not careful. Mm-hmm. And um, and to know these things are happening and to have that event to look forward to. And, you know, you get this tremendous burst of inspiration when you when you spend time around people in a, in a positive environment like that. It is it is an experience. I mean, you're going to you're going to see it uh, uh, in a couple just a couple of months. Uh, but it's true. I mean, it's, it's a huge experience. And and everyone I mean, I remember during the the this past years and the pandemic and everything that happened, I kept on getting emails from everyone like, please, Hector, please don't stop doing off. I mean, find a way to keep doing the festival because we all need to do that. I mean, we all need to go back to that. Mm-hmm. And seriously, last year, which was the first one after the pandemic, it was the most emotional one. Like, I seen people like crying as soon as they see each other face to face i don't know it was super emotional yeah that's and then you realize that how important it is to keep doing these things it's really important i think you know there's a lot of um negativity out there in the world at the moment a lot of challenges and i think these these things are really really you know really important not just in our industry just for as for human beings you know it's absolutely critical yeah it was um, Natalie Coutier, I was reading an interview with you guys, and she said the most wonderful thing that I thought really nailed it. She said the ability to take the step to finally make that change that they've always wanted to do or finally discover themselves and start creating and make things happen. I thought, that's it, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
really really powerful stuff exactly yeah yeah and uh, no i mean it's, it's just um it's a joy to be a part of it and i'm, I'm very excited to see what barcelona brings and i mean it's truly global now also right in mexico city and seville uh, yeah we're doing currently we're doing mexico uh vienna tel aviv uh sevilla and probably we're gonna have a couple of ones uh, this year uh hopefully one in la and another one in brazil but but you will see it i mean Barcelona is like the the main one. It's where almost everything happens. And then we try to explore the idea and the concept and the vibe uh, to all these cities. And some of them it works and in a similar way, some of them not, because at the end of the day, um, I mean, city culture and a lot of aspects can change things, you know? Um, but yeah, it, it works. It works and it become, like you said, it become global. But the funny part is, is that Barcelona has been always a global one. Yeah. I mean, you won't believe it, but probably 80% of the audience from Barcelona, it's coming from abroad. It's not from Barcelona or Spain, not even Spain. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But it's been like this since the first year. So. Wow. I'm very excited. I, mean, I love Barcelona. It happens, it happens in Barcelona, but everyone comes from abroad. I mean, it. I mean, I guess everyone loves Barcelona, and they want. They love to be there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Any excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, the last thing I wanted to ask you is, is about your motto, which was "Everything you have is what you give away." Can you just elaborate on that a little bit? I think it's brilliant. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, and I know at the same time. I don't know. I I always had this need of sharing everything that happens to me. Just in a, in I mean, probably the the thing that makes me um, more happy than anything else is to share my ideas and to share my experience and to share anything. Other. I mean, uh, if I love a book or my favorite band is Sigur Ross. So I would love to get a hundred tickets and give them away to my friends and family and everyone because I just want to share everything that I love and everything, anything that it's part of my life and it's really important and it changed and it inspires me. And I think that translates to anything I do in my life. So everything I do, it's, it's just about sharing and giving uh, without expecting anything i think that's a wonderful way to live that's my that's my it's been my motto all the time and it what makes me uh, happy mm. i think it's great life advice for anybody you know some some of my friends consider that i'm too generous and people is going to take advantage of that but i really don't care <laughs> i know i'm, I'm not going to change i'm going to be like that all my life and I gave everything I have to everyone. I mean, I trust people and I, I will always trust people. Mm. I think that's powerful. I think it's powerful and wise. <laughs> and, um, oh, and lastly, of course, where can people get in touch with you and the festival and, and get tickets? Um, our website and our social media, I mean, that's the easiest way. And 
And yeah, I mean, I'm not the right person to say it, but going to off, it's it's a it's a living experience. I mean, it, it's important. It it really changes just uh, perspective your perspective of everything, and it's not just about the money. And even if you don't have the money to afford to go to off, there's always a way to go. And we are available. I'm available. I'm everywhere. I mean, an easy person to get in touch with. So it's it's easy. If you want to be there, you can be there. Thank you so much to Hector Ayuso for taking the time out of a, a hectic, busy schedule ahead of Off Festival 2023, which you can catch in Barcelona from the 22nd to the 25th of March. Tickets still available. Check out the website, check out the social. It's all straightforward. It's full of awesome speakers. I'm very excited to be a part of it. David Carson, I saw this morning, he's doing a workshop on collage there. That's cool. That's cool. Love David Carson's work. Um, There's loads going on. There's so many good speakers, but going by what Hector says and from personal experience of festivals and other design events, it's just that incredibly uplifting inspiring circular energy that goes on where we all take a step closer to doing something that we need to do for our souls for our creative souls and if that's something you want to get deeper into please do go back and check out the episode with peleg top because wow i mean that was something else i was blown away by that and it came at a you know a time for me that's been challenging recently my longest ever quiet spell it's been really testing. It's it's made me reconsider everything. Do I want to keep doing this? And if I do, what shape does it need to take to get out of this rut and not be in this position again if I can avoid it? And Peleg is just a... He goes under many titles, one of which is spiritual director, um, one which was awesome, which was love activator. And it sounds like, you know, you might hear that and kind of go, what the... But it's... It, when you talk to him, there is an energy and there is a passion for helping creatives at a crossroads. That's his thing. So go and check that out. And it's it's really uplifting and empowering. Um, if you're going to be at Off Festival, get in touch. I'd love to see you there. We'll go for a wander. We'll go for a beer. We'll go for some food, whatever you want to do. It'd be good to see some creative faces, whether I've met you or not. Um, there are a lot of people going that I know. Uh, Dave Sedgwick and Nick Chaff's going to be there. Uh, who else? Jam Hots, Graham McGowan got in touch, Craig Black. There's going to be loads of people, so really excited about the catch-up, and I just want to be a part of everything. So, Like I said, I'm speaking on the AND stage at Saturday, half past seven, 25th of March. My talk is called Just Fucking About, and it's about the imperative need for fun and laughter in these dark times. Um, not only to address big topics, but just to feel the energy and, and to be at our best creatively. So also looking to get that talk out further and wider. So if you're listening and you've got an agency or you've got a platform for me to come and do that, I'd love to discuss coming and doing the talk for you. I'm also working on three more. So I've got a set of talks to get out there. So up for that. Hope to see you in Barcelona. Thank you again to the founding sponsor, Illustration X. You can check out their global range of illustrators and animators now at illustrationx.com. All right, we are so we are Illustration X on social media. Give us a shout if you want to feedback on the show, you want to suggest a guest, suggest yourself, let me know anything at all. Hello at bentalon.com or at bentalon or at bentalon pod on the social media. Thank you once again to Hector. Check out the festival's goings on. Um, nice one guys stay creative have a great week